I've always been good at doing. I, this is really my five hundredth uh, show in a row. I mean, nobody cares. Is, nobody know, really my cares. Previous show. Oh my god, here we go. <laughs> you gonna tell her about your bankruptcy? You wanna see? I can tell you about my bankruptcy. Oh lord, back in don't. The day. Mm-hmm. Um, you wanna see my calendar too? I can show you my calendar. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not used to anything. No. Oh my god, she's never gonna come back. This is Byron Lazine, Nicole White, and today, a special guest CEO of the Smart MLS, Kathy Elson, on episode 106 of The Real Word. Word? Kathy. Oh, you're not even going to let oh, me? Let, go, go for Word it. Go up. for it, Nicole. Okay, go ahead. Jeepers, it's like, you Jump know in what? There. I'm just, you guys enjoy this, All right, Nicole. this visit. Well, you're, getting, you're getting walked we'll out of here guys. in cuffs after this episode <laughs> anyway. So, uh, Kathy, number one, thank you for being the third guest Ever, ever on the real word ever. you are like i said only the third guest in now the the game here with tom ferry and the broke agent do you know the broke agent i do not on, on instagram Ooh, you hear that you hear that ba yeah, just no, know who you are nobody knows who you are ba the broke agent he, i don't know he's got like two hundred thousand followers on instagram no big deal and then, two thousand two hundred thousand and one and one you're gonna jump on there and then you know who tom ferry is yes yeah, so i'd imagine yeah. so you're in that mix you're nice. like you're, you're right there so Kathy, again, she's the CEO of the Smart MLS, which is our MLS here in mine and Nicole's home state of Connecticut. We teased it out last episode. We said Kathy's coming on. We didn't even know Kathy. Just met Kathy. We actually kind of bullied her in. <laughs> it was a lot of follow-up. Yes, Byron was doing great with emails. I, and I don't think she actually called us back until she watched the podcast and realized... Did, no. I just happened to answer the phone when he <laughs> just happened to answer. I got her out the right time. I had some voice messages. Was my follow up game strong or what? It was awesome. Cause right. So anybody's looking to sell a house well, out there. But yeah. after watching game. the podcast, you now then know I, why. Then I, then I had to go. Mom. I, mean, I was like, I guess I really have no choice whatsoever. So happy to be here. Thank you very much. So if you missed episode 105, 104 or even previous episodes since really the news hit last year, we've been talking about the clear cooperation rule. This is Although it wasn't always called that. I mm. feel like we, it was it wasn't it was always 8.0 they call it 8.0 yeah it was kind of also like in uh, real estate forums like the coming soon rule coming soon ban it's been referred to as that many things yeah. uh, but this is a national association rule and then every and correct me if I'm wrong every local MLS is adopting it and their version in the gray area of that correct yep. right so in your definition let's just jump right into it if you don't mind in your uh, definition what is high level the clear cooperation rule so high level it's just ensuring that every property every listing that is out there for public consumption is also in the MLS for professional consumption Uh, we were having an issue where the public would see listings they might see a street sign they might drive down the road call their agent ask their agent to see hey can I see 127 Ajax and then they go into the MLS and they're like uh, yeah, you know, and then they go to they go 127 Ajax on Google. They try to see what they can find anywhere else, and they're like, ah, well, what color is the sign? You know, uh, try to get mm-hmm. some clues who usually sells in that area, and then try to make some phone calls and do some quick talking to uh, change the subject and get the information. So we want the professional to have um, all the information that the consumer has. So. so yeah, and so basically making sure everything's listed on on the MLS so we can have cooperation. Yeah. And okay, and so what was happening, and we're not gonna say any names, but what was happening maybe uh, that made this rule come to, to be? So this is a trend that started probably 
five, seven, eight years ago, right? So an agent learned somewhere um, that, hey, why don't you have listings that are coming soon and let people know that uh, a property is going to be on the market in the next few weeks. You're in the process of taking pictures. Um, you're in the process of refinishing the floors, cleaning up the kids' rooms, that sort of stuff, and just tease people and send it out in your, your newsletter, send out an email blast to other agents, hey, keep an eye out on this. Then one person saw it, then another person saw it, then websites started popping up, um, and then all of a sudden, um, a percentage of the market wasn't on the MLS anymore, it was just on these emails. Um, they were on Facebook pages, closed Facebook pages, open Facebook pages, mm -hmm. uh, groups, you know, um, that meet, that come together, that just talk about things, you know, that all like-minded groups. So it was all taking away from the cooperation of the MLS, and the MLS is there for the sole purpose of cooperating with each other. Um, right. And that was having major issues on the, the major focus of the MLS. Yeah, and so we and we when we've talked about it, we're like this doesn't impact us like as a team here in Connecticut. No, again, I, I get I, I I we were talking about it earlier, and I said if you go even like two podcasts earlier, like we were like this is great, like this yeah, is no big cares? deal, like everyone's just gonna be kissing babies, shaking hands, loving on each other, you know. And it again, it makes sense because I I feel like for what we do, we were doing that. We were, you know, we're always getting, obviously if it's coming soon, we're in, uh, obviously in Connecticut, we have the coming soon. So we were doing that, but yeah, no, we loved it. We thought it was great. And but so Nicole, Nicole, but then, <laughs> well, wait, there's more. Nicole, uh, who does a lot of work with investors, house flippers, her and I both take on new developments where, uh, you know, a developer or an investor or a builder wants their product to be shown off oftentimes even before the unit the house the project is complete well stories everybody loves telling stories yeah to I story mean, tell to the consumer right. yeah. let the let the consumer know the journey that we're on mm -hmm. so that they become interested so they become intrigued so that they tell their Invested. friend so that yeah. you can build an email list so you can build interest ahead of time so that you're not just waiting for the final nail to go into the pro or into the condo or whatever it is and so Nicole said, hmm, this could cause a problem if we're going to follow the rules, which Kathy, we're going to follow all the rules. Always. So in that specific area, and this doesn't apply to everybody, certainly, you know, if you're an agent or a broker watching this that doesn't do any new construction, this may not apply to you now, it may in the future. This is going to be a smaller segment. We know most of the transactions in most MLSs are resale properties, mm -hmm. which are you know a, a typical single-family home that was, uh, you know, being marketed now again for the second time. It's not new, or the third time, or the fourth time, a resale property. But in this specific situation, w are we living in a gray area? What is the solution to market for builders, investors, flippers, and tell the story to the public? as we approach the project being completed so it is definitely a gray area because the vast majority of what we deal with are resale properties and stuff that um, is on the market right away it's not the 10 12 month lead time on new construction right. or the two three four month lead time on um, on right. flipping and then your take on flipping and the way you do things is even more unique and interesting and tells a definite story yeah. um, and gets it out there uh, so we don't really have hard and fast rules with it so the the black and white answer is that it can't be done right that it's out there marketing and it could cause someone to reach out and contact you and then you double in the transaction um, 
and get 100% and just sort of keep everything for yourself. Yeah. The um, And that's what you're trying to eliminate. And that's what we're trying to eliminate. We right. want the, the general public to know, so it doesn't matter who their agent is, they know about 100% of the market area because the last thing we want there to be is any fair housing um, information to come out or anything like that. Um, the story aspect of your piece changes the dynamic um, of the rule a little bit differently and how it can come on. And if the se if your seller goes to you and says, hey, I don't want it on the MLS for whatever reason, we can't force a seller to put it on the MLS. We've got a form we have them sign and say, hey, these are the benefits of going on the MLS. It reaches over 18,000 people. It goes to these websites. It does this and it's to your benefit. And they can sign off knowing they don't know, they don't they want to waive their right to that benefit and they could put the listing in as a withheld listing yeah. on the MLS. Um, and we require, um, when we enforce this rule, when we brought this rule into fruition, um, last spring, we created a new section on the website for withheld listings. So they put a check mark, mark in the box. You see the listing as the agent, your manager sees the listing and we see it as the MLS. So if someone's driving down the road, they see your sign in the road and they contact us or they contact an agent, right? right. Um, they can then call us and be like, oh yeah, we know about that property and we can put the two forces together outside of the public purview. So um, it's so, and just to clarify in that situation, so you're saying if the seller is asking the agent to withdraw instead of the agent saying, hey, we're gonna keep this off, I'm gonna try and find someone on my own, that's obviously against, the, yeah. yeah. But if the seller says, I wanna keep this off and sign the form, you can go about it that way. Yep. Okay. So it would be against the real estate, uh, realtor code of ethics if you encourage, encourage people to keep it off. But right. if they've got reasons, to not put it on the MLS, then it's their right to not have to put it on the MLS. So it goes on the MLS, whatever day your contract goes into effect, um, we start counting market time at that point, um, because at some point the seller might want to put it on the market and they might not want to, right? So they might say, oh, maybe this was the wrong thing. I had one the other day. Um, I want to change my withheld um, back to active. We require it to be off the MLS for 30 days uh, so that there's not just that little in-between period of time that they really know what they want to do. And anyone that doesn't want their house on the MLS doesn't really care if it's for 30 days, 40 days, 60 days, because they just don't want it on the MLS. Question though, yeah. and again, now we're going a little micro here, so I apologize. But so you're saying you want it off for 30 days, but there's the two week coming soon rule. Which is a different rule, yeah. So can you take it off for two weeks and then do coming soon two weeks? So you would do, it would be the 30 days withheld, and then you could do two weeks after that as coming soon. The coming soon rule is what most people use, right? Yeah, it right. gives them the opportunity when you're doing a coming soon listing, you could advertise the daylights out of it. Um, it shows up on the MLS. Right. People can schedule appointments for whatever yep. day that go live date is. Right. Um, so withheld is a maximum of 30 days? Is no, that, it's no, a no, minimum, no. minimum of 30 It's a days. minimum of 30 days, and there has to be a 30-day gap. Or no? no the, okay, the I under, misunderstood. Yeah, I it misunderstood too. Okay. It can go on. So it's got to be on withheld for at least 30 days. You could, in our case here in Connecticut, remember this is not for every MLS, but for our case in Connecticut, we have a two-week coming soon uh, period. So you could do withheld for 31 days, coming soon for 14 days, yep. live MLS everywhere the next day. Right. Does that come in as, we had the question, is that then new? Does it come on? So a coming soon listing comes on as new, right? On the 14th, and it's a maximum of 14 days. You can choose three days, five days, seven days, right. 12 days, 14 days. Um, a lot of people choose that 14 day, but life changes, right? right. So the seller might not be ready. Um, you can't shorten a coming soon listing because you've I've, told the world everywhere. I've tried that yeah. once before. I'm like, wait a it, minute, it was supposed to go on tomorrow. And it was, yeah, that was fun. And then on the 14th day, so we always encourage people to do less 
Right. So if you think 14, do 12. If you think 12, do 10. Give yourself an adjustment period there right. for whatever might come down the road. Um, but you can't do 14 and come to seven because the whole world's expecting it in on 14, 14 days. Yeah. Right. But okay. you can go seven and we'll let you go out to 14. You can go 12 and you can go out to 14, but you can't go out to 15. Okay. Right. So the seller has to kind of know what they're getting into and be explained the process. So to recap here, just quickly, because I, I, I like to, I like the black and white. You went black and white. I well, like that. No, but I think it's helpful to give like real life situations. Uh, yeah, so. the real life situation. But black and white, no, you cannot do this pre-marketing phase where you tell the story unless, unless asterisk, unless the seller wants the listing withheld. Now, you mentioned our code of ethics there and, and all national association of realtor agents have their code of ethics. And I think you said there that we could not, uh, really try to get the, the seller to do this withheld situation to benefit us. Now, if you are sitting in front of a, a developer and you're talking strategy and they want to know strategy, they want no strategy from the pre-sale phase, to the on-market phase, all the way to the closeout of the project. You know, if it's a developer, they've got a huge timeline there and they don't really make any money till the end. So, you know, they're concerned about the whole entire timeline. Can I explain to them unprovoked the two scenarios of a withheld listing and, or do I need to keep that quiet unless they ask the specific question? I think new construction in general is different than resale. I agree. Um, and there definitely there's MLSs out there, and this rule's fresh and new and brand new to everyone. So getting the nuances of things, different MLSs are going to do things differently. So some MLSs are going to even carve out new construction because traditionally you've got that time period, that pre-marketing time period that everyone's mm -hmm. used to. The signs in the ground that looks as you know empty land, and this is what it's going to be. Right. Um, and they want to get that information out there. So under clear cooperation, that listing has to be in the MLS. But they might not even know what's going to go on that property, so there's no way to price it. Um, there's no information there. So we at Smart MLS, we don't have a rule. We haven't really run into it yet. Um, but doing what you guys are doing and talking and communicating about is going to cause people to have um, opinions about it. And then we encourage people to then reach out to each of their MLSs to say, hey, what about this idea? Because everybody's right. not going to think of everything um, and have special carve-outs for different circumstances. So I think new construction would be handled slightly differently because you don't know. You can't price what you don't what you right. don't know. It's impossible. Um, so to go out there, you could put it on, you know, once you do know the different types of houses that are on there, we allow you to put in um, a spec house for each property type or each classification of property you have or the different offerings um, and not put everything in. So we already have special rules for new construction. So um, we'll probably look into adapting some of our rules. For yeah, and, and to your point, that's all this is about. I'll be the first to admit, uh -oh. these things are about to fall, by the way. We are going soup. We, we're usually, oh. well, actually, we're, we haven't even been in the other studio in a while, Nicole. Because we've done like, I was in Florida, so bad we're here. Last episode about we were complaining about the rackets. Yeah. We don't have tax. Nobody has tax anymore. I went and asked oh all God. our neighbors. Well, like, I was asking for sugar. Like, why do we even have paper clips? Well, but I, paper clips are much more important. We need, I agree, tax. we need tax now. Look oh at this. My. This is such a racket. It this is, is the biggest racket. racket. This is a non traditional show. We're not going through the rackets. So we didn't even need no. the rackets. We're, we're focusing all on this. Uh, but yeah, so th this is really a, a conversation. And I, and I think that's what, as agents, we need to have more 
conversations about the changes because the changes are coming quick in our industry. They're not going to stop, by the way. It's certainly not with all of the money pouring into the industry. That's a whole nother conversation. We'd love to talk to you about that more in the future. But we need to keep having these healthy conversations, not beating people up like Kathy in whatever real estate forum or, or Facebook group that you're in. Have the conversation that so that we can all learn figure out the rules and then move forward and actually protect our industry. Right. Right. So wait, but before we move on, cause I know yeah. you're like, you're itching to move on. I guess the only two things that I would like, are to you still fuzzy on this? I'm not fuzzy on it, but I want to, but we also had a little bit of a conversation before we started this, but I think where we, you and I should at least go back to is, is sort of what we were talking about in the last podcast, just to answer those questions. Cause you thought it was don't do an address. And I thought, hey, if I'm the owner, well, that, I'm covered. And, yeah, and I, and I and Kathy was like, hey, you, you weren't really right on that. And I've, I'm the first to admit I've been wrong on a lot of things in this show. But yeah, that was me kind of just throwing out right. a so scenario. I, right. That, so I, I, I guess just to that's clarify really the, for those, because yeah. we also talked about taking a photo while your photographer is there. Obviously, if you have a listing agreement already, you're covered if it's incoming soon. If it's incoming soon, so I mean, you explain it, Kathy. Really, and you explain you explained it before we started the show that if you're putting out marketing that can come directly back to you as the agent for a specific property, even not putting on an address, but you are saying this is a new listing. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I'm at my new mm -hmm. listing, and somebody could watch it on an Instagram story. Yes. And they could see a tour I've, of the house. And hey, I've here's gotten a tour that before. And I've asked agent like, oh, where is that? They're like, well, it's going to be on MLS in two days. So that was sort of breaking the rules. Because she's advertising it, but not disclosing address. But then it goes under contract. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. No, no. Hopefully she's watching. Add a little bit of color <laughs> to that. Are, are we? So, yeah, there's lots of instances where that happens. Or now we've got photographers going out and taking pictures and They're announcing the, the listing for you know, here I'm at 127 Ajax. Here, there's a new listing coming up. To brand um, ABC yeah. photography, so, right? To brand ABC doing. photography, and then saying who the listing agent was. Right. So it's not the listing agent giving the marketing. It's That's the photographer. I'm sorry right. about that. It's the photographer doing it for them, right? Right. Um, so all those things. Any, we just want the consumer to be able to whatever the consumer sees at a property is for sale. Um, for them to be able to contact their <laughs> It's coming down. It's coming so, down. This is really important stuff. This is important stuff. We're turning this whole conversation into a racket. If you're listening, go watch the if you listen to the podcast, go watch the video. This whole thing turned in, into a total racket. Turn yeah. it down. Okay. Sorry. So so keep going. So, so we want the, the ultimate we want to be the gold standard of the data. We want the right. real estate professional to look professional hundred percent of the time. Not like we are with rackets Not on with, our wall. Our rackets here is just a little a little bit of different professionalism going yeah. on, right? So um they need to look professional and they have to be able to answer their clients' questions. And if the information is not in the system and the database um, that everyone belongs to and everyone says, hey, we're going to join, we're going to put all of our 100% of our information in. Because when each broker joined 100 years ago, they said, we're going to put all of our information in and we're going to be able to get all the information out. So it was fragmented before and we're bringing that all together. And then we've got to figure out ways to how to handle the creative market. We don't want to stifle innovation because if we do, someone else from the outside, one of those disruptors or the money that's flowing into the system might fill that void. Mm -hmm. So we've got to be very cognizant of everything that's going on, but make it as fair of a marketplace as possible. Yeah. All right. So to recap, number one, when you're listing, when, when you're listing a property for a seller, declare cooperation rule. 
If it's going on uh, for the public, it needs to go on for all of the agents. That's the NAR standard. Well, That's yeah, the within, new rule. within 24 to, hours. Within 24 of hours. Something being so posted. With the NAR yeah. policy, it'll be 24 hours. In Smart MLS in Connecticut, it's at the same time. At same the time. same time okay. here in Connecticut. So, two differences there. Now, here in Connecticut, to get into this specific situation that we're talking about, the only way you can market a property ahead of time is if it's withheld from the MLS for the seller's benefit and the seller wants to do that. Correct. And then what happens when it comes on the market, it starts with the days on market from the time it was advertised because it's days on market, not days on MLS. Right. So if it was pre if it was advertised for 45 days before when it hits the market, it'll be day 46. Day 46. Yeah. And I, and I actually don't even know, put it in the comments if you think that really hurts a seller. I mean, the seller is going to make that decision for themselves and it's going to be a specific situation like we're talking about. I, I think the, I think the, I think the only time that someone would have a problem and I, and I, and I think we asked this before too, because once it goes from withdrawn to active, does it go on the hot sheet as back on the market or does it go on the hot sheet as new listing? Cause I think that most people are, especially my sellers in this situation are mostly concerned with it going on as like new. Yeah. They're okay with 150 days, but as long as it's going on as new and not like back on market or, you know. Although, I mean, I would argue, especially today, as we sit here in, in the, what I would call the spring here in February of 2020, it feels like the spring right now, that if you're listing a resale property, this would, this would be a bad move for any No, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking, I, yeah. I, 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 I mean, we're talking specifically about an investor Our developers, or developers, yeah. Because I mean, again, as much as you want to do that before, you also want to celebrate the fact that like, it's here, bitches. Like, yeah. it's there's on. a lot of there's a lot of value. You're building in the story. up. Yeah, I mean that that's the whole reason that you're doing a withdrawn, especially for a builder or an investor, because you are telling the story leading up to it going on the market. So you're actually spending hopefully a little bit less time having to tell the story after. Yeah. Um. And, and you know, and you're kind of doing it. And there's the, so the there's so end. much brand equity. We've got a really good table. Did you do this table? Uh, one of Swab, my team they're really good uh, table. We're going to link that up. Yes. Uh, because not only is this here for any uh, Connecticut agent that's a member of the Smart MLS, but you said nationally this table's been used in, yep. in a lot of MLSs, right? Bright? Are they one of them? They're one uh, of the I don't know. MLSs, Bright uses right? it's been in the Realtor Magazine articles, has been in a bunch of other uh, publications with the Council of MLSs. Yeah. People we'll just link. need to start reading. They need to start. They need to start. And, and, and I love that you're here too because I think it shows that you're not trying to hide. Um, you're. Um, super accessible if you hound. She made it work. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She made it work. I love no, that. No, I, I think again, like you said before, if you have specific questions on something. We'll link here. up the article that we've been referencing in the last couple of episodes. We've linked this up three times for you. We'll link it up linked again. It. We're linking it. Uh, this is the article from Realtor Mag, how we found Kathy because she leads the article off uh, with her comment or quote rather, have you ever received an inquiry about a property for sale but couldn't find it on the MLS? And that's really the foundation Essence, yeah. of this rule, right. right? All right, I got a couple quick questions for you before we sign off, since we have you here. Of uh, mergers, MLS mergers. I, I believe the number, maybe you know the exact number, somewhere around a couple years ago, maybe, I don't know, less than five years ago, there was about 900 or a high 800 number of MLSs, and we're down to the low 600s nationally, is that correct? That is correct. Has this been a good thing for MLSs? 
I think it's a great thing for MLSs. So we worked for years to bring together Greater Fairfield County MLS in Connecticut Multiple Listing Service, again, to service the consumer. Um, in Guilford, you weren't as heavily impacted, um, but there was that line, right, where um, Milford, Stratford, uh, Southbury, Danbury, where consumer had to get two searches, right? One from the GFCM side and one from the CTMLS side. And you can go to, you can go to any of the third-party sites and get one search. So the consumer doesn't care about what's going on behind the scenes. Right. They want what they want, and someone's going to fill that void if we can't fill it for us. So it was essential. We can deliver a higher, higher level of service. Um, I'd rather spend all my time competing, uh, making smart as best as it can be, because I'm going to stop short of being nothing but the best. Um, I love the name too. Smart. You like it? Come it's a, I, the name. I can't take full credit for the name. Take the credit. Ooh, take the credit here. Well, you're behind it. I take so, credit wherever I can. Yeah, she'll he take credit even if it's not Doe. She'll take it. I love the name. Thanks. It's a great name. Who's still sitting out in Connecticut? So well, there's three. There's Greenwich, Darien, and New Canaan that each have their own individual MLSs. So yeah. there's four MLSs in Connecticut instead of five, and we've got. Um, we cooperate really well with them. Uh, most of the members in Darien and New Canaan also belong to Smart MLS Correct. and about half of Greenwich's members. Total racket, by the way. If you're a Connecticut agent, you know that's a total racket. I'm calling racket on Greenwich, Darien, and New Canaan having their own MLSs. I mean, Connecticut's a small enough state. We should have one MLS. In essence, we do today, but there's, <laughs> for whatever reason, it works for them and it's not me to tell them otherwise, but um, we try to cooperate as much as we can with each other. That's smart, um, that's smart. This is why people say Connecticut's so old school. You guys are old school out there. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> but we're, you know, I think it's working well. I like our MLS, uh, doing a great job. Thank so thank you for that. Uh, question number two on this little added bonus question round. What's the future of MLS? Future of MLS, so I think more the consolidation, future, whatever it is. There's probably more consolidation around the industry. Probably not so much in Connecticut. There's probably more cooperation um, in the industry as well with uh, states like Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and stuff. People that border it, but you get into uh, more issues when you're cross state lines, licensing issue wise. And we've got great relationships with everyone around our surrounding areas, the states around us. Uh, and then there's still a lot of a lot of consolidation that has to happen in other areas. So we're sort of ahead of it, you know, Connecticut being so small and bringing the two MLSs together, we don't have issues that other people have. Um, but we've got to become the gold standard for the data. Uh, so everyone that loves our little compliance notices, we do it to help. I know sometimes it's, you get too many. We try Not to stop. hone Not our stop. rules. Mm -hmm. um, as to what it is, but being that gold standard, the data is out there in a whole bunch of different places. And if the square footage is wrong, and some people are comparing above grade and adding the below grade to the above grade, it just doesn't make us look professional. It doesn't keep everybody on the same playing field, um, making sure things are done in a timely fashion, um, marking listings as off the market because a deposit's been taken. So let your fellow agent, other agent know that there's something going on with this property. So I just had a guy yesterday call, um, more than upset, an elderly couple. It takes a lot of effort to get the husband out of the house, extra family members to walk him up to the door. You know, he gets there, they go to put an offer in and the property's for, you know, already under deposit. Um, so just communication amongst each other to not have a leg up to keep the cooperation in putting your listings in, but even marking information. Uh, properly just goes a long way with the whole professionalism with the industry great Kathy thank you so much thank for spending you. Some time you. with us we I definitely want to have you back Excellent. at some point this we're gonna year. have so many questions more maybe you'll be I don't know top TF might come back on so 
you might be the second person to come back. But mm. you're only the third guest. Yeah, I mean, that's so like a little. It's amazing. Someday we'll we'll give you one of these rackets that almost fell on your head. You can <laughs> well, take that as a prize. She made well, it in the office if it fell on her head. If you're looking for mm. more information on the uh, clear cooperation rule, we're going to link up this table. It's a one-page table. Really, really good and organized. It reminds me of like something Vanessa, my sister, would do mm. for us on our media team. But this looks really good. Uh, Kathy, any Anything you want to add? Anything that we should be talking about as agents or any parting shots you want to leave with? No, it's great. I think you're, uh, the last two web podcasts have were awesome the way they explain things. And I'm glad you guys do it in an open and lively format, right? Instead of you know shooting the messenger to, to come out, just mm -hmm. ask questions. I'm always happy. Thank you. Any, any questions uh, about this rule, put them into the comments, please any feedback for smart mls we can send that off to you right you wouldn't mind if, if we we send you some information there we talk about it next week whatever it may be please we'll definitely have you comments. back for may because it's oh yeah i mean obviously connecticut it sounds like connecticut's already ahead but for the rest but, you, we'll but kathy's going to be in the game she's going to know what's going Doing on it. nationally so Gotta. we can we can bring that to you we got a new friend here and kathy thank you again thank you really appreciate no, it you. see you guys next week keep it real bye guys